0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Bringing you
1: excellent entertainment from the king of DC media. Here's the Inside Acting Radio Show.
2: And now, here's your host, William Powell. The king of DC.
3: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the third annual Inside Acting Radio Show Super Bowl Special. I'm your gracious host from the East Coast with more soul than he can control, internationally known, nationally respected, and locally appreciated. Welcome to the show. We've got a contest going on. The person who predicts the exact score of Super Bowl 50 wins one free year of advertising on this show. But before we plunge into the show, let's hear a word from our
2: sponsor. Tonight, tonight was a good night. You fought well, and for that we have these fortunes. Some say that money is the root of all evil, but I don't believe that. Evil is the root of all money, and you, my big friend, you are evil. I'm Marshall Everett, and I don't always make money. But as a member of Fed Choice Federal Credit Union, I always save money. Fed Choice Federal Credit Union, federally insured NQA. Membership open to federal employees and their families. That's Federal Credit Union, a proud sponsor of the Inside Acting Radio Show.
3: And if you'd like to advertise on the show, you can contact me at William400 at yahoo dot com or Facebook William T or Twitter Inside Underbar Acting. So I see we have people on the line here. I got uh, Rick Branch, uh, Kristen Briscoe. So let me bring them on in. Good evening, hey, hello William. everybody. Hey, hey Kristen, I'm how doing. are you? Hey Rick, how I'm you doing? doing well. Who else we got on the line? Yeah, who else is on the line?
1: Andy Arnold's uh, here.
3: All right. Hey Andy, all right, okay. So I'm I'm just gonna plunge right in. I'm gonna plunge right on in. So let's talk about the keys to the game. So Andy, uh since you're the sports editor in chief, uh let's uh talk a little bit about what you think the keys to the game are.
1: Well, both teams have excellent defenses, but I think it's going to come down to quarterbacks, and Manning just doesn't have the arm anymore. Newton is going to allow the uh, Panthers to do a lot of things, both running and throwing the ball, and I think he has a better offensive line. The key is going to be for the Panthers to get on the board early and often, and if they can do that, they're going to force doubt. Uh, they're going to force Denver to throw the ball, and Manning just doesn't have the arm.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'll go along with that. I see somebody else here is on the line, so let me bring them on in. Okay, number four hundred one. Hey, four hundred one. Who's on the line?
4: Hello, William. Hey. Hey, Dave DiLorenzo. What's happening there, brother? How are you?
3: Man, it's good to hear your voice.
4: Welcome to the show. Well, same Thanks here, for calling in, man.
3: Fantastic. Yeah. Well, this Fantastic. is going to be a very
4: interesting Super Bowl, I think.
3: So no kidding. I know we.
4: Yeah, I know we talked. Uh, was it last year, or the year before? In fact, in fact the the, uh, the last time I think Peyton Manning was in the Super Bowl, we talked that they were playing Seattle, and I think we both agreed that Seattle was probably going to blow them out, and uh, they did. So. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think uh, this year it's probably going to be a very similar fate because I think here's Carolina coming in, really playing with house money, and there's really no pressure on them because if they win, then they're great. But if they lose, it'll be like, well, it's their first time in the Super Bowl. You know, they, they're just a young team. They'll be back next year. Peyton is up against it because of obviously his career length and, you know, figuring out this may be his very last game. And, uh,. Like I said, it's just going to be a very. I think Carolina's defense is going to play a lot better than people think.
3: Yeah, because so. they're number one in takeaways. Number one in takeaways. Mm-hmm. So, Rick, what's what's your uh, what's your take on the game, man? Well, all I can say is I am
5: from North Carolina, so I've already got prejudice that. I'm,
3: I'm hoping
6: that, <laughs> that the Carolina
5: Panthers is gonna win. <laughs> they may, they might be young and all that, but I'm just rooting for Carolina so I can walk that Carolina pride and shout it real loud up here in D.C.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kristen, well, uh, what's your take on the?
7: Hey, William. Hey, guys. It's your girl, Kristen Briscoe. I just want to plug my show. Uh, Check me out on RIP Radio Network at 3 p.m. every Sunday starting February 21st. I'll be dishing about all the latest celebrity gossip. Um, You can follow me on IG and Twitter at Moves by Kristen. And my prediction for the Super Bowl is Panthers 31, Broncos, 21, but I gotta give it to you know my Washington Redskins for at least uh, coming as far as they did.
3: All right, all right, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I think I don't know as far as the actual score, I'm still kind of formulating that in my mind. I know I've been looking at uh, what was it the the website five thirty eight and they they like predict uh, Super Bowls, they predict elections and everything. Everybody's saying Carolina. I've seen Carolina too, but I just don't have a score yet. I'm not quite that sure. So David, I know you have a background man in uh NFL films and you got a show coming up, uh a new radio show. Talk a little bit about that.
4: Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I worked uh lucky enough to work with films back from ninety seven to nineteen ninety nine as a, a narrator for some some thirty videos that we produced Most of them uh, were for the Hall of Fame inductions out in Canton, Ohio, so we had a chance to visit there. and We actually would broadcast our radio show from there back to my hometown, which is Providence, Rhode Island. And at the time, the Internet wasn't really, you know, this back in 99, 98. A lot of the networks, the Internet, rather, really wasn't there like it is now with the social media. So uh, we're looking forward to it. Our show is called the Gridiron Gumshoe Radio Show. And the reason it's called that, I'll tell you quickly, my friend Ace Cassiotti, who worked at NFL Films for some 20 years, He was director of archives, and he was really responsible for a lot of those videos that we all love, you know, the 100 greatest touchdowns, 100 greatest tackles, and all the Super Bowl uh, stories and so forth. He was uh, the guy that really researched all those films. And his nickname was the Gridiron Gumshoe because he's just a trivia nut. He knows everything about football, all the answers to every trivia question. So that's really the way the show is going to go. And it's going to be on. We already had one year of it a year ago on Sunday mornings, 11 to 1. And uh, we were lucky enough to have so many great players on over the years, even a couple of former uh, Washington Redskins players and uh, Dave Robinson, for instance. We had Charlie Taylor on the show. and uh, Really great guys, and we've had a great time. So we're going to start picking up the show again uh, probably right before the draft this year and then follow up right through the season.
3: No, oh, nice. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, so, Andy, we're yeah. going to go back to you. And, you know, some people are saying the Panthers are, like, the worst 15-1 and team in NFL history. What's your take on that?
1: Uh, They look pretty awesome. I think their defense is still underrated. Uh, The only weakness I see on that defense is at that one defensive end spot where they've had, like, three guys going. Uh, They've had some injuries there. But even though they've had injuries, they're not soft. They've generated a lot of uh, pass rush off there. They've had like, uh, I think, 13 sacks off of that position, which is very good. They're solid with their uh, Coleman, their safety, Kirk Coleman. He had seven picks this year, and that's what you want up the middle. They've got a great uh, defensive tackle in short. And – uh a good linebacker, yeah. Thomas Davis, even with a broken arm.
3: Oh, yeah. So I think he did yeah.
1: all the key spots.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, Rick, what's your, what's your hey. take on that? Hey, Kristen? Yeah.
7: Oh, sorry, no, finish. finish what you were saying.
3: Oh, I was just asking Rick, what was his take on uh, the Panthers being uh, – Fifteen and one. Some people are saying they're they're a little bit uh, overrated at fifteen and one.
5: Well, I, I'm really a novice when it comes to rating football games, so I'm really just wanting them to win because it's my home state. Well, I was
3: born win. in Durham.
5: We don't win, <laughs> we made it. We made it there, and that's that's you know that's good enough for me.
3: Yeah,
4: my. Yeah, well,
3: my, I, my
5: Throwing my
4: two cents worth carolina you know their division is a good division yeah. but two or three of those teams had an off season tampa bay is going to bounce back you know with their the obviously the, the quarterback they have the kid from florida state um he's going to he's going to get a lot better uh, the saints they may they may have Drew Brees for one more year the falcons still have Ryan Matt Ryan so those are teams that really played well below their expectations and carolina you know beat the heck out of all three of them and that's how partly because they they eight and zero at home and then in their it's just in the NFC they were eleven and one, you know, and in the division they were five and one, and I think it was Atlanta that was that gave them the only loss. Yeah, so I'm looking at that now. So like you said, they're, they're probably the most underrated fifteen and one team. When the Bears did this, you know, with the reference to Rivera, the coach with the Chicago Bears in '85, when they did it, they had Hall of Fame Mark type players. You know, they had Dan Hampton and they had. Uh, you know, Walter Payton, of course, and Jim McMahon and Willie Galt, so many great yeah, players, great coaches, yeah. yeah, Ditka and Ryan. So they were almost expected to kill the Patriots 46-10, to 10, which they did. So if this hands out I'd say it comes out to be the same type of thing, 46-10, to 10, I don't think anyone will be surprised. They'll still probably be uh, rated as one of the best teams of all time, maybe in the top 10 or 15 or 20, you know, depending who you're talking with. But I, I, you know, and it's funny. Someone brought this up today, and I, I don't even want to really bring it up too much. But when they were talking about Cam Newton and they're interviewing him on TV, underneath it said only the sixth African American quarterback to, you know, start a Super Bowl. It's like, you know, they, they want to get away from that whole issue. So why does ESPN have to put that on the bottom of the of the screen so that we see that? And it's like, oh yeah, gee, that's right, he's African American. We forgot about that. Don't even bring it up. It's not a, It's not even a reason. You know what I mean? He's a great athlete. He can run the ball. He's like having a fullback at, at playing at quarterback, you know, regardless of, of what his ethnicity is.
3: Cam you know, he's he's is, is hot fire. 50 touchdowns Cam scored. 50 touchdowns. TDs, 12 on the ground. I had to read that twice. 50 he's
1: touchdowns. a machine. That's he's amazing. a machine.
6: You know, you know, he's
1: the fourth African-American quarterback in the last four years.
4: Well, there you go. That's the trend right there, and that tells you right now that it's that line has been blurred, and there's no more. Gee, uh, Doug Williams was Doug Williams was the first. It's like it's not even an issue anymore. In my opinion, I love football. I don't care what the color I root for is the color of the uniform, not the color of someone's
1: skin. was the first MVP, I think James uh, with the uh, Rams way back when
4: James. uh, Yeah, James Harris. Yeah, James Harris was a quarterback with them. Yep. So, but um, And even the Doug Williams se- second quarter of that game he had, that was the first game ever played in San Diego. And they've had, I think, three or four Super Bowls there. And they'll never have another one now. If the Chargers leave San Diego for L.A., which they may do after next season, they'll never have another Super Bowl in San Diego because that stadium uh, isn't set up as, as, as it should be. It was built so long ago that it needs more restrooms, it needs more handicap, accessibility, and so forth. But that's not even an issue right now, what we're talking about. But... Uh, San Diego is such a great city, and they should have an NFL team there. But the Chargers, like I said, may go to to LA. Now there's talk that Peyton Manning might retire or after, not retire, but after this season, you know, go to LA for another season in the in the sun. So we'll see about that. But uh,
3: uh,
4: yeah, we, I see uh, you know.
3: uh, Frank Cisco Anderson is on the line, so let me bring him on in. Hey, Frank.
8: Hey, William. Hey, How's it going? Hey.
3: All right, man. I'm good. Thanks for calling in, man. Uh, hey, no problem, no problem. <laughs> yeah, I know you've been listening hey, in. So, uh, yeah, Kristen, yeah.
7: Hey, William, I just want to say, you know, all this talk about stats and everything surrounding the the game, uh, we can't forget about the entertainment that's going to be at the uh, Super Bowl. We got Lady Gaga who is set to sing the national anthem. And uh, nice. as far as the halftime entertainment, yeah, as far as the halftime entertainment, we have Coldplay, and then uh, supposedly there's going to be a few, uh, feature, Beyonce's going to be featured in the performance. Um, I don't know if you all saw Beyonce when she did the halftime show, but, you know, she's a great performer, and there's been some talks, you know, as to, you know, why all of a sudden is she going to be featured and, um, you know, Thinking that she's the main event, why why is she coming in as just a, a feature to Coldplay, um, and and why so last minute? Um,
6: so well, you, you know,
7: and also, uh, and also, you know, we love Super Bowl also for the commercials, and um, Little Wayne is going to be making his acting debut in a Super Bowl commercial, so um, uh, you all might really? want to, yeah, yeah. What no, I'm not sure. I heard it on the radio, just as kind of like a Uh-oh. teaser that he he's going to be making his debut in one of the the commercials. So that should be
8: interesting. Rihanna supposed <laughs> to sing too, as well, or is it Rihanna supposed oh. to perform
4: too?
7: Is it? I'm sorry, Bri. Um, mean, no, Rihanna's going think... to
4: be part of the show Saturday night. I think with um, with the CBS with the NFL Honors. I think she's going to be there performing for that. Oh, uh, Rihanna. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep.
7: Yeah, there was some controversy uh surrounding a song that Beyonce did with Coldplay where she's dressed up in um Indian attire and there's been some uh little controversy, you know, about the appropriation. Yeah, I heard about that. of, of oh,
6: Mhm. So, but I'm
7: sure it'll I'm sure it'll be a good show, but some people are saying that Coldplay is not necessarily the type of band that you want to see at a Super Bowl performance. Um, but you know, I'm sure they're going to pull out all the bells and whistles for the Super Bowl. I mean, I know they're a great band. Um, so I'm sure I'm sure it'll be good, but you know I'm not going to lie. That's my my favorite part of the Super Bowl, is the halftime show. <laughs>
4: yeah, even if there's nice. no even if there's no wardrobe malfunction, it's still a good time <laughs> <playing everything. laughs>
3: that's my favorite part
6: yeah yeah what's
3: your what's your take on that frank uh what's your uh take on uh, Coldplay and all that. I don't know much about Coldplay. Was it Coldplay or Cosplay or who are they? I don't know much about
8: (laughs) it. Well, Coldplay sometimes engages in cosplay. (laughs) But you guys are right, because Coldplay usually plays more on the uh, slower, you know, alternative, uh, adult listening type of rock. And usually they want a more exciting band, like Foo Fighters or... Okay. Yeah, you know, a group that brings it, you know, and a faster pitch more exciting music. So, so I, 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 agree. It's, I mean, I'm still gonna watch it, and, and definitely, you know, you never know. They may, you know, speed up some of their songs. You know, which, which some people well, maybe, maybe they're
7: calling in. Maybe they're calling in reinforcement by bringing in Beyonce. Maybe that's what's going on.
8: It's true. It's true. Oh wow. They you know, back up, back her up on her songs instead of you know vice versa. So.
7: You know what?
3: What was the Super Bowl some years ago? You guys probably remember uh, what was it? Uh, Black Eyed Peas had yep. a uh, yep.
6: about
3: three or four. I think when uh, my Ravens won that year, yeah,
6: mm-hmm.
3: and everybody yeah. was criticizing the performance. That's the only one I remember recently.
4: Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Yes. Well the yeah. funny thing is, you know, the first four or five Super Bowls it was it was the uh Up with People and that was the only performance at halftime. It was the same performance, so I think for the first I want to say three or four Super Bowls, it was the same band. It was you know, obviously the same uh group. It was they were called Up with People and that's because they were Pete Rosell's favorite band.
3: <laughs> Imagine
6: that oh. how
4: we've changed, how things uh Pete Rosell, he was the old uh commissioner of oh, the Pete first Pete
3: Rosell, Lord Hemer. Yeah, Pete Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, yeah. Up with
3: people. What if it was wow. G- Roger Goodell's favorite? Who would uh, Roger Goodell's favorite be? I,
8: I, I oh, Peter guess. Paul and
4: Mary. I think I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's Coldplay. Maybe
8: it's Beyonce. Yeah, it's probably Coldplay. A
4: <laughs> <Woo.
3: laughs> oh, oh, Lady Gaga. God. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. Let's kinda of switch gears to coaches. Uh so Andy, I'm gonna throw this out there. Which which coach do you think is better? I think
1: John uh Don Hull is a sure is a big asset to the uh, Carolina offense. Oh, really I think he's, you mean it's Michael son, son yeah. Michael, yeah. Besides the guys on the field, he's uh, done a lot getting them ready and giving them the X's and O's. They're going to come out, you know, watch their first 15 plays. They're going to be key. Uh, That's when they have to get on the board, and he's going to have the plays ready for them to do that. And they will execute it well. I like Kubiak, too. He's an old quarterback. And that defense, Denver's defense, has been outstanding this year.
4: And just lately.
1: Playoffs, Von Miller has looked unstoppable. Oh, yeah. Do it all. Yeah. yeah, he's
3: rough. He's fast. Very fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: Well,
3: yeah.
4: Be... yeah I, I I, believe this is the first time in Super Bowl history, and I guess it took 50 games to get there, that both head coaches played on winning Super Bowl teams. It might actually be the first one where they actually played – in Super Bowls, but I know both teams, they both players had won, won both coaches. Uh, Kubiak was a backup to Elway when they won in 98 and 99, and, of course, Rivera with the 85 Bears as a linebacker. So that's yeah. a little t- tidbit oh. of information for you. Yeah, I always what? like
3: Rivera as a player. Yeah, Rick, yeah. what's your your take on the coaches?
6: <laughs> uh, you kind of got me
5: at a loss right now. I don't have any inputs.
6: Mm. Well, I did, okay. have okay. on
5: the, I did have the inputs on the commercials though, because
3: uh,
5: I uh, took part of the Doritos contest, but I didn't quite make the top fifty. So, we won't yeah, talk about that. How, what's the process <laughs> for that? Oh, I, 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 all I know, um, we had a well, a lot of people do commercials for the Super Bowl, and I was asked to play a father in this one commercial that was dead here in Maryland, and we did the commercial, sent it out there, and try to get as many votes for the top rated and the most views and we did get that category but out of that category we didn't make the top fifty who will be out of the top fifty be selected be played at the super during the Super Bowl for Doritos. And though everybody thought we had a good commercial, we just wasn't part of the top fifty, so <laughs> and I was hoping I'm gonna make it 'cause that's that is that would have been a lot of views. That got me out there. <laughs>
7: Huh. That's still pretty cool that you even made it that far.
3: Yeah, congratulations. You know, like bit, yeah, we, we, yeah we congratulations.
7: Even though
5: we didn't win the top 50, we were still winners because it,
3: it,
5: we made it the most views in the uh, uh, highest ranked category. <laughs> oh.
4: They, yeah. to lose you with some sirens. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Is everybody okay?
6: Yeah. yeah, we're
4: good. We're good. Yeah,
6: somebody had <laughs> <hit> an
3: emergency.
4: <laughs> hey, you know, we're wow. talking about coaches with uh, Carolina. Do you know how many coaches and assistant coaches, according to Ron Rivera, they have on their staff? How, no, many? how many? Twenty. Hmm. 20 assistant coaches. I mean, Don Shula had like three, I think, when he coached in Super Bowl three against the Jets, you know, three or four. Special teams, offense, defense, and that was probably it. Strength coach. There's 20 coaches. you got assistant offensive line, quarterbacks coach, tight end, linebacker, strength, offensive line, wide receiver. And Ricky Prohl is the wide receiver's coach who also played in the Super Bowl with two teams, played with the uh, uh, Rams against the uh, Patriots and against Titans, yeah, played yeah. for Played for the Cardinals when they played Pittsburgh. That was oh, I, I
8: love Ricky Cole when he played. Yeah, he was a, yeah. He was a Wide
4: receivers coach. He's awesome. He was a wide coach. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, He's a good uh,
3: possession guy. Yeah. Exactly. I remember him.
4: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Good player when he played. Uh, now, the guy, I'm going to tell you the, the hidden guy to watch out for. The the the, um, the guy that the uh, what's the, what's what I'm going for the, uh, the the secret weapon for Carolina is going to be uh, one of their wide receivers. And let me just I just he played for. Michigan. I'm a big Michigan guy. It's one of my favorite teams. And, oh, um, uh, what's his name? I'm trying to find his name now. I can't even see his name. They just had it up here a second ago. Um, but he put, uh, oh, my God, I feel like an idiot now. I just had it in front of me and I lost the page. Oh, offense, okay. But the, the Fitzgerald Toussaint was a running back for Pittsburgh who put the ball on the ground and Denver got a chance to win the game. And otherwise, if it wasn't for him, they wouldn't even be in this game. So oh yeah. already one uh, one Michigan alumnus to uh to thank for being here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well let's talk about uh defensive backs, because, uh, you know you got uh, Josh Norman on uh Carolina, he's he's a beast and then you got this uh uh Aqib Tlaib on, on Denver. I mean uh I'll throw that out to you, Andy. Which which secondary you think is better? I think
1: they're both outstanding. I think the guy who's going to make the difference is Kirk Coleman for uh, for Carolina. He was one of the okay. league leaders this year, and he plays a uh, strong, uh, strong safety, and he or free safety, I think, and he does it very well. He's all over the place. He plays the ball very well. Uh, when you see a cornerback with a bunch of picks, that means the teams are picking on him. But when and you see yeah. a bunch of picks, that means he's around and he's doing his job. He's a ball hawk. Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. And when he has the throw. He's going to
6: have a filled day.
3: Huh.
6: <laughs> that's, right. Oh, Devin,
4: that's right. Devin Funches, that's the guy I couldn't think of. Devin Funches, he wears number 17, But he was only a rookie this year, 31 catches, 15 yards per catch, and five
3: touchdowns.
4: Now, he's going to be the guy that they're not going to double-team. Because you know they're going to try to double-team Jericho Jericho Cachary and, you know, the rest of the guys. And Olsen, he's going to draw a lot of attention at the tight end position. But Devin Funches, he might be the guy that just comes out of nowhere and catches a couple of touchdowns. Like someone else had mentioned, too, the first 15 to 20 plays are scripted by Carolina and you know, if they get a lead of 14 to nothing in the first quarter, it's going to be a long road and a long day for Denver to try to to catch up and and shoot past them because that's just going to feed the wheel that uh, the Carolina Panthers are on. They've done that all year. They've taken off big leads, 34 to nothing at halftime, 28 nothing after one or two periods, you know, two quarters, and uh, no one can seem to catch up and go past them. And and you know, when they when their defense you know starts to clamp down on you, you're not going to be able to come back from. Them. And Luke Keekley. He's going to be a beast on the defense as you know. He's a beast, so. yeah. He is. He's an so amazing fast.
3: player. Mm. Yeah, the, yeah. Young boy's fast. I don't know it how many was. y'all watched the, the championship game, and that was a blowout. I mean, that so oh, what yeah, happened exactly. there? Did they, was it was because Carolina was that good, or did, did uh, some people said the Cardinals didn't even show up?
4: Yeah. Well, they want a playoff game the week before, and that always you know, <laughs> makes it. Yeah. Well, that's that's sometimes you win a game and you win a playoff game. Like, wow, we want a playoff game, and they go, oh, "We're going to play again next week." Oh no! And it's like,
6: it's all right, let's try
4: to go. Let's go to Carolina. Try to play, and they get there and they just don't have it. They just they either run out of gas, you know it's been a long flight or whatever the case may be, and they get there and, they, and Carolina was pumped up for that game. I mean, it's like we win, we go to the Super Bowl. Are you crazy? And you know they've been winning all year, so they're used to it. Now you watch. This might be the, just the catalyst for this Carolina team to become have a run like the Patriots did for the next five, six, seven years, or however long Cam Newton is going to play. I mean, he's a kid that's uh, relatively young. I mean, when he's only in his what fourth year, he's he's fifty years. He's, he's uh, yeah, he's six foot five, two hundred forty-five pounds, and it's in his he's in his fifth season, so he's not even in his prime just yet. Just getting, touching his prime at what twenty-seven years old. So.
6: If you
1: look Good, at the yeah. yeah, line offensive line, they've got one homegrown kid. They're center. He's an off coach. you look at the other guys, they're free agents. They took uh, the blind spot guy, Michael Oler. They Michael Oler, yeah, Michael Oler, yep, Yeah, yeah. Football. Good for him. They took him as a free agent. They mm-hmm. took Brad Malil. Well, he's a center. He's the guy they brought up. They took mm-hmm. the other tackle, Mike Remmers, from the Vikings practice squad late in 214.
4: Yep.
1: He signed he's a young
4: guy. Yeah, he's only in his third year. So
1: you know, signed him as a free agent in '14, yep.
3: and then they got this kid
1: playing the other guard, the left guard.
3: He's only 22
1: years old, Trey Turner.
6: He's mm. he yeah. young from the
1: draft, and mm. to now I think he's in his second or third year, and he's only 22.
4: Yep. Yeah, well, I six could three. More. Yeah, six three, three hundred twenty pounds. Albert,
1: the manager, got this line together, assembled, and most of them are still young, you yeah. know. Yeah. Or they might have to get rid of and replace soon. He's got the most experience out there. Yeah, but these guys together is just
4: amazing. Yep. You know, you yeah, go up the guys from Ohio State, Alabama, LSU, Georgia. I mean, you know, Oregon. These are not kids that are drafting from mom-and-pop state. These are kids that played in a, in a probably a pro style offense in college. By the time right. they get to the NFL, it, they're like it's like having three years in the minor leagues, you know. So.
3: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, Frank, what's your your take on that on uh, on Carolina's offense? Oh yeah, oh I
8: love love, yeah, love watching them. Like you said, poetry emotion, You know, they um, you can tell like they believe in themselves. You know, they believe in Cam. Yeah, that really helps and stuff. But, but I think he's going to really need it, too, because, you know, Denver is going to, you know, still got the number one defense. So, so that's, uh, I don't think it's going to be a blowout and stuff. I, I, I think Carolina's going to win by, by a touchdown or two, but I don't think it'll be a blowout and stuff. But, uh, but still, but no, I, yeah, like you said, with, you know, with the leaders, so like Cameron there and stuff, you can tell the guys the line believes in them and they're going to, you know, protect them, you know, until they, you know, you know, or, or die doing it, <laughs> and uh, it's just like you <laughs> said. It, it feel like a team of destiny. You know, I mean, it's like you know, it's, I, I I can't wait to see you know to watch the shows on Sunday night and stuff. So, so I'm well, I'm definitely yeah. rooting for Carolina. I think I think they'll win. Well, my prediction for the score will be
3: twenty
6: four seventeen, Carolina. Yeah.
3: Okay, okay. Hey Christian, I'm going to get back to you. Um, you should know this. What big show is going to premiere after the Super Bowl? They usually like premiere some new TV show or something like that going on Sunday night what, what have you heard?
7: Um, you know, I'm I'm not really sure what's going to be premiering um that I know I'm going to be in bed.
6: <laughs> You're not going to watch I'm taking Sunday
7: and I'm going to go to bed early, honestly.
6: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, no,
7: no Super Bowl party for me. I will be at home enjoying the game. From my home, and I will be heading to bed
6: early. I am <laughs> tired. <laughs> it's been a That's long That's funny. the of the halftime show. Woo! Oh, my goodness. It's BBR. You. you didn't have to
3: watch it. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Okay, so, uh, Rick, I kind of threw this out to you uh So, uh, I don't know if you've watched a lot of Super Bowls in the past, but how do you think this one will will rank? you think it's going to be, like, one of the higher-ranked ones, or what what do you think?
5: uh, Being that Carolina is fairly new and into the Super Bowl playing, I I think it's going to be ranked up there pretty high, to be honest. uh... Hmm.
3: Okay, okay.
8: Frank, what about you? Yeah, oh, yeah, Oh, yeah. most definitely. Like, like you said, I'll piggyback on what he said, yeah, with Carolina being
4: new, and like you said, with, you
8: know, with Cam and with the old story, and you know, about the you know, team of destiny, and, and, you know, all the guys on the team and stuff, and the excitement and the enthusiasm. I'd, 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 yeah, definitely. Like In fact, um, like she was saying, you know, the only down the only down player, if, if, if they don't play it right, will be uh, the uh, – I'm still with Coldplay.
6: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
8: they'll play the faster versions of the music or versions of Beyonce there, you know, that could be the only slow part of the night. The rest of it, the night, the yeah, game should be spectacular. I'm super excited. I can't wait. Oh
3: yeah, yeah. David, what, you, what do you think about uh Well how this I was trying to come up rank. with
4: a score. Yeah, I was trying to go up with a score. I know you were having trouble with a score. I'm, I'm looking at like thirty four to seventeen Carolina, maybe even 41 17. Uh I just think that uh Cam Newton is just gonna lead this team and they're gonna jump on his shoulders and, and he's gonna carry them through. I think Peyton's gonna struggle a little bit and if he starts throwing some of those fluttering balls and they get picked off and like Keekly's had already you know, what, I think two playoff games, he's had a touchdown return in each one. So, uh, I know if he has another one, it's probably going to be some sort of NFL record, I'm sure. Um, you know, because I know no one's ever had four in three games. But if he has three in three games, that's got to be a record of some kind. So, um, I think Carolina's defense is going to step up. They'll probably have the lead, probably 21-3 to three at halftime, something like that. Uh um, you know, it's just—it's going to be an interesting game. It will be a high-scoring, I mean a high-watched uh, game. The volume of, of viewers will be higher, I think, because it's the 50th, because it's Manning on his way out, and plus Cam Newton's coming out party. I think you get a lot of uh, derivatives of that going into. I'm not really ready for a six-hour pregame show, but I guess we'll have to put up with something like that. And you know, it, uh, But uh, it should be an interesting game. I think it's going to be a good game.
3: Oh, no, excellent. Andy, how about you? Den did offense. will only score once. I
1: don't know if it'll be a field goal or a touchdown, but I think they'll only oh. score once. The defense might score something, but that offense will get it done against uh, the Carolina defense. As far as being a classic game, no. You have to look to last year. That was a classic game going down to the final second.
6: Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. There's no
1: way this is going to... Of that magnitude.
6: So
3: yeah.
6: <laughs> well, what yeah, if Denver his the...
3: quarterback? <laughs> what
4: was that, Frank?
8: What if Denver switches quarterback?
4: <laughs> yeah, that's that's something that no one's that's the dark horse too for their side. That's sure that's a good question. If they come in with the uh, the other the backup quarterback, there he might come in and set him on fire. If but I don't see him yanking Manning if he's struggling. I only see him coming out if he gets hurt. I think it'd be too much of an insult if he comes out. If they take him, just kind of take him out. Although if he throws two yeah, or three he's picks, to win or not. it could be exactly. uh, in a
6: long
1: exactly. day. I've been mm-hmm. thinking all along: Are you playing to win or not? If you're playing to win and he can't get the job done, switch quarterbacks. Yeah, I, oh, I agree. I agree.
6: I agree
3: too. Yeah, yeah, because Osweiler was terrible. He wasn't. He wasn't much in anything. So yeah, I don't. I don't see how that'll. That's not going
1: to help anything. No, Manning did this year. So yeah. What'd you
4: say? Hey, imagine this. This is a little trivia for you, too. Uh, this will be Archie Manning's, what, fourth Super Bowl. Eli's played in two. And if – oh, say say Archie. I mean Archie. If uh, Peyton <laughs> wins, that will be his uh, second – I know, Archie. And the other ironic thing is Archie never had a winning season the entire NFL career that he played. I think it was 12 seasons. Never had a winning season. <laughs> <laughs>
6: How ironic well, is that? <laughs> well, no,
4: no, we, we know. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. That's crazy. I'm yeah. old all enough right. to remember him playing at Old Miss. I remember him playing at Old Miss really? College at Old Miss in 1970. That was his last season. And um, wow. I have a I have a magazine called Pro Quarterback Magazine, and on the cover they had all the quarterbacks. They come out in 1970, and it's a who's who of Super Bowl quarterbacks, basically. Joe Theismann was one of them, Jim Plunkett was one, uh, Archie, who never played in one, uh, Lynn Dickey, who got drafted by Green Bay, and uh, there was someone else, too, another uh, pretty famous quarterback, I think they came out that year. But uh, it was the year of the quarterback, in 1970, and Plunkett won the Heisman. And then he ended up winning the the uh, Super Bowl in 81 as a member of the Raiders over the uh, Philadelphia uh, Eagles, 27 to 10. So, um, But the first quarterback to ever win a Heisman and win a Super Bowl was Roger Staubach.
6: Oh you know, wow!
4: Seventy-one. Oh. When
8: he yeah. beat Miami, twenty-four to three. Yeah, Super so Bowl five or six. Yeah. Yeah. So. But wait, well, we go back uh, real quick on what you did about you know Archie Manning. It's funny how when they mention him now, now they uh, the great Archie Manning.
3: <laughs> yeah, never had a winning season before yeah. I start laughing.
8: You he didn't have a winning season. I just started laughing. He was running for
3: his life. He spent too much time running for his life. Yeah, oh
4: yeah, we we saw He ran for more yards backwards than he did forward.
6: (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. Wow. Wow.
3: Okay, so I want to get into uh, some predictions. So I think I've finally come to a conclusion. Now, I was watching, uh, listening to, what was it, uh, Madden? I think uh, Madden, uh, EA Sports, they do a prediction every year, and they said, 24-20. 24 to 20. I know last year, I think they predicted almost exactly the outcome last year, Down, even down to the yards that Brady threw for. I think they were only off by 27 yards or something. He threw 27 more. They mm. said 24 to 20. I'm thinking, I, I agree with you, David, uh, 34 to 17. So now, mm. uh, Frank, did we get a prediction from you? Oh, yeah, I said uh, 24 to 17, Carolina. Twenty four thirteen. Okay, I'm writing this down. Uh, Rich, did we get numbers from you.
5: I'd, uh um I go with thirty four, seventeen as well.
3: Okay, that's a popular
6: score. Okay, and what, what's, what's your number? Twenty four. Twenty four three. Three.
3: Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and then Christian, oh, we know you thirty-one twenty-one. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. What was that? Well, you'll be in bed, so yeah, you, you probably watch the next day. The next day. <laughs> Find out the next day.
7: All right, folks.
3: So what I want to
6: do but
7: I won't is miss this, the I uh, won't
3: miss the halftime show. That's for sure. Well, that's right. <laughs> okay, so <we're> just... <laughs> that's right. You
6: gotta watch that halftime show.
3: Co player, co whatever they call these guys. I don't even know. It's too young for me. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm old school. I'll be in the
1: bathroom. <laughs> huh? I'm old school. I'll be in the bathroom
3: at halftime. Oh, that's what's up, that's what's up, yeah, (laughs) all righty, okay, so uh, let's talk about, uh, oh, plugs, oh, wait a minute, hold on, we got, uh, see the switchboard, are lighting up, folks, so let's see who else is on the line, I think this is, might be Paul Sieber, number 455, let's see what Paul has to say, right quick,
0: hey, Paul, that's that's me
3: Yes, hey, it is. Paul. yeah. Thanks for calling in, man. Yeah. So uh, we were oh, having sorry, fun I'm on late. the show here. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. So uh, just kind of quickly run down, man. Your uh, your keys. What you think the keys to the game is, and uh, give us your uh, your score, your prediction.
0: Oh, jeez. Uh, ever since the Steelers lost, I lost all my heart. So. <laughs>
3: oh. oh.
0: You know what? You know what? I think it's going to be a tight one. You got two teams here that both have uh, pretty good defenses and pretty good, uh, pretty halfway decent offenses. Uh, I think you're going to see. I'm going to say it's a low-scoring game. I'm going to say 24-21. Ooh.
6: Okay.
0: okay. I'm not picking the winner, though. 20. I'm just picking the score. <laughs> <laughs> what?
3: No, man, come on. you got to pick the winner. you got to pick the winner. The winner. The winner. Uh,
0: well, then then I have to go because I'm a Steelers fan. I have to stay with the AFC, so.
3: Ooh. Mm, That's just okay. how that works. Okay, one pick for Denver. Okay. All right.
4: Got, it. got to give him the edge. Got to give them the edge. <laughs> I think they got what it takes this year.
6: Ooh. Yeah. Well, let me
4: put a question out there, everyone. Is it better for the NFL to see Manning maybe go out on top, riding the white horse out the the stadium with a trophy, or do you think it's better that Cam Newton brings in this whole new, Jameis Winston and a few other you know great talented African American quarterbacks and puts that on the mantle, and everyone Ooh. says, okay, fine, everyone. Well, we picked, we had, we had that subject talked about earlier. That's why because. Oh, uh, that's oh, that's yeah. that's that's a tough one. Yeah. Wow, because um, you know, both of those tough, are
0: monumental. It? are monumental yeah. moments in the sport. And this is then this is right. the biggest Super Bowl we've that we've had in our lifetimes because this is, this is num, this is number 50.
6: Number 50. I mean, so, one.
0: you know, do you want to see, you know, one, one of the greats from all time go out with this, you know, major victory and retire with that on sort of his head or do you want to see this new kid come up and just come up out of nowhere and kind of like, wow. That goes you know, oof. Boy, that's Boy, I tell yeah. you what—either I, I, one of those things, I think, is a pretty exciting moment. I don't want to pick yeah. one over the other, but I think either one of those would be just what a great moment in
4: the sport. Well, really, that's what you've got—it's yeah. a win-win because that—that yeah. you've got one of those outcomes is going to happen, uh, regardless yeah. of what we, we feel or think. Um, you know, does Carolina take the next step and become a dynasty, or mm. you know, does uh, do they get a little squished and and you know losing the game and then you know saying to themselves, "Well, we had a great run. Maybe we'll come back next year." Or do they say, hey, we won this game, Super Bowl 50, look out, Super Bowl 51, here we come back again. Yeah. You know, this has got to be Peyton Manning's last game in Denver, regardless of win or lose. Oh, I think so. Yeah, Absolutely. this is probably
3: his last you know. game, yeah.
4: I can't
0: Let's imagine run. he's going to win. He we, we would go play somewhere else either. I mean, I yeah, just, they uh, talked about uh, L.A. or something, but it's not going to happen. I, just, I can't imagine No, won't that uh, you won't know, happen. You know, here's the thing. If he yeah. wins, I think he's definitely done with the sport.
4: Right. Right, there's an Elway yeah. exit. See you later. Thank yeah. you very much. Thanks for shopping.
0: Thank you very much. You know, I've right. had a great time. What a great <laughs> run this has been, you know.
4: Right, and then he can go up against uh, he can go up against the HGH uh, controversy, and that'll be his legacy now. Unfortunately, exactly. like Tom Brady's with the Deflategate. He'll never forget that. They'll never leave <laughs> his Deflategate alone. You oh, know. no. Oh, absolutely love, uh, not. Uh, no. Nah. I can see it now. I can't Ohio. They'll have his head bust, but a miniature style, and they'll say, oh, look, Tom's head bust is deflated. You know what I mean? That's how it's gonna end up.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, gonna oh, that's
4: gonna... Hey, we still talk about Pete
0: Rose betting on uh, betting on sports. I mean, sometimes it never ends. Right? He's still to
3: trying to get reinstated too, Pete Rose. Oh,
0: he has been forever, you know.
3: Until he dies, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah he kind of he, he bet on every
0: sport there was, but not baseball. Uh, Pete.
3: Yeah, right. Just say you did it. Yeah. <laughs>
6: you know,
0: <laughs> say you did it. Shut yeah. up, and admit it, and then everyone might go, okay, never mind. As long as you didn't bet <laughs> yeah. on your own game. That's you know.
6: Yes, as,
8: as we talk, I'm going to put on my
0: own.
8: <laughs> yeah, that hurts.
0: But, you know, yeah.
7: Tom Brady's still winning. He's married to Giselle, uh, the Victoria's <laughs> Secret model. So, you know, he's okay. I he's you you. Yeah.
3: Uh, Kristen, I heard that uh, Tom Brady had a, he had a musical group. Uh, they were going to play uh, halftime in the Super Bowl next year. Uh, Tom, <laughs> Tom Brady and the Deflators. There you go. Hello.
6: You, <laughs> you are correct, sir. That's a funny word. Call them the Brady Bunch. Oh,
8: Brady Bunch. If you did, I'll sign them to my label.
0: I just say everyone's yeah, going to be watching yeah, Coldplay at halftime. I'm going to be going to get some cold cuts, so I ain't worried about that. Yeah. Cold, cold <laughs> cuts. Cold
4: pizza. Yeah,
0: cold pizza. Cold pizza, you know, some cold yeah. dip. If so I went to shed something to drink, get some cold duck, a nice yeah, cold I, beer, I you, but not Coldplay. That's funny. <laughs> I, I'm
7: thinking they went with Coldplay because they want to play it safe. Because, you know, with all the the different groups and bands, you know, you have, you have people uh, cursing. And, uh, you know, they even called Beyonce's performance a little too provocative. So I'm thinking they wanted to play it safe with Coldplay. That's what I'm thinking.
4: Well, they polled the Man. NFL players. I don't know where they got the NFL players from, if it's just the the bed of players here in the Super Bowl, but I think they they polled the entire league asking the players who they would want for a halftime uh, artist, and they all said uh, eight, 60% of them or 75% of them said Drake. Right, so, like Drake. Yeah, ah. yeah. And a good show. yeah. yeah he's, he owns half of a basketball team right in Toronto. He's only part of the Raptors or something. So oh, he's gonna try drop, Yeah, Right, yeah, yeah so... Huh? Yeah, I don't know.
3: Black Eyed Peas, that's about as far out as I get. They they play the streets, so They can't be all bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> they're pop. They're kind of like a pop group. Peas. I thought the
7: Black Eyed Peas were. I thought they did a great job. Honestly, I think Black Eyed like Peas them. has mass appeal I like and.
6: I like, um, I, thought, disappointing like you. Live, I like to be you. I like
7: yeah i
3: like them yeah yeah', yeah. They're pretty good mhm all right all right so we're kinda of coming near kind of near the end here so what I wanted to do is uh get get everybody a chance to plug what they got going on so Frank we'll uh start with you talk a little bit about your uh your company what's going on okay
8: everyone well i i i have a, a independent record label called u r s records and uh And with that, um, music on uh, iTunes, just put in, uh, type in the LRS records and you can see any of my uh, singles, releases. And then also, um, I'm a partner on a uh, film festival here in D.C., the uh, World Music Independent Film Festival. And this year, uh, this August, we're doing uh, doing a seven-day cruise from from Baltimore to the Bahamas and back, so Labor Day weekend. So uh, we're at uh, www.wmiff.net, so... You can check that out and get all the details there. Come cruise with us and uh, check out our awards, go and have some fun. uh, That's that's, that's, that's what it is.
3: That's what's up. Right on. Okay, Rick. Uh,
5: Well, right now I'm between jobs. I just uh, want to uh, become a government employee starting in March. But between there, I'm doing some TV commercials. Uh, I auditioned for a Veterans Affairs commercial, the other day, uh, the subject is uh, suicide prevention because there seems to be a whole lot of veterans committing suicide. And um, I did a, uh, a thing with Danny Glover and Gabriel Union uh, in December with a movie's coming out in November called Myers Christmas. And I got a, a commercial for a uh, uh, healthcare program in DC that I'm shooting tomorrow. And other than that, and just enjoying my time off between
0: jobs. Only oh, <laughs> for someone with not much to do. That's a lot to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my wow. God, yeah. You're like, you kept not
3: stop talking, man. That's, that's great. Wow. wow, that's nice. Impressive. Kind of like Impressive. Because
5: now I got all this free time where I can, you know, most of the time I have to say no because I'm working. Now I got this free time I can say, yeah, 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 come on, give it to me, give it to me, you
3: know. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right. That's what's up. Okay. Yes. Andy, what you got going on? I'm
1: preparing to work on my dog's presidential campaign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Donald Trump?
6: Pretty soon we'll be announcing his
1: national write-in campaign. <laughs> the major parties give us their candidates. I'm ready to get the uh, stuff out on the Internet. His picture gets theirs. It what's right. Hmm.
3: All right, all right, okay. Uh, Paul, what you got going, man?
0: Well I got a couple. I got a couple of things going on. Um, next weekend at the uh Far Point Convention up in uh Timonium, Maryland, um, be the premiere of the uh Starship Farragut episode I wrote called The Crossing. It'll be at ten PM in the uh, Green Spring in the main hall, uh on the big screen at the convention and we just finished the live action filming for the sequel episode to that, Homecoming, which will be the final episode of Starship Farragut, the series. And uh, in conjunction with that, I just filmed and directed my first music video for a young lady named Amy Berry, who's a uh, local singer-songwriter in the D.C. area, um, uh, to do a uh, music video for a song that she wrote for the film. So that's nice. And um, next summer, I've got uh, one of my first uh, big contracts in a while. I'm going to be doing a film called Blood of the Dragon. Um, which is a fantasy film. I'll be playing a evil wizard named Sostratos. So uh, looking forward to that getting started.
3: Oh, nice, man, nice. Awesome, awesome. Okay, uh, Kristen?
7: Uh, yes, right now you can check me out on Demand on uh, the BET Network. I had a lead role that premiered January 6th uh, on the true crime show called Criminals at Work. And, yes, I was the villain. Um, So you can check that out on demand. (laughs) I believe my episode will be on through February, I believe. But, yes, I was the first episode, so make sure you check it out. Um, I'm preparing for some performances. I'm also a dancer preparing for a um, performance with a national dance team. And I'll also be headed to Chicago in March to perform with Chocolate City Burlesque and Cabaret. Um and also, uh, on the twenty first of February I'll be um having my own radio show where I'll be talking about celebrity gossip and news on Ripped Radio Network. Uh, three o'clock on Sundays. Um, so yeah, lots of audition it's audition season. Um so yeah. Busy busy.
3: Nice, nice. And then, David, before we get to you, I think I see one more person on the switchboard. Uh, It's 11th hour. Let's see who's on number 455. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, okay. Let me bring him on in. Hey, 455, who's on the line?
2: Uh, Hey, Bill, this is Larry.
3: Oh, hey, what's up, man? Thanks for calling. Hey, Larry, Larry. you got that $5 you owe me? (laughs) <laughs> oh, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. So quickly, what's your what's your uh your take on the game?
2: What's my take on the game? Well, yeah. unfortunately, you you know that uh, screenplay I wrote about anti-dog fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Every, uh, yeah, I I was a big NFL fan until the whole Michael Vick thing went down and i uh-huh. actually i i actually i actually cannot watch it anymore really oh wow. yeah huh. yeah i know trust me i mean doritos lost a lot of money when i when i stopped watching nfl yeah <laughs> Well,
6: wow. I said the same so thing about me, if they legalize
0: uh, marijuana. I want stock in
3: Everybody else gave a prediction. Uh, I guess. Well, I guess you won't be watching, but uh, you could. Uh, I guess you could at least predict a like a use your crystal ball. I mean, you're a, you're a screenwriter, so use your imagination. What's, <laughs> what's the uh, score going to be? Who's going to win?
2: And, use your uh, imagination. I, I I won't predict who, but I'll predict what. It's going to come down to the okay. last play. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's
3: as far as it's going to go with it. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I'm thinking hail mary. It'll come down to the last play.
3: <laughs> okay, <laughs> that works. That works. Yeah. yeah okay, throw if archi-
2: you'll catch it. If if I'm right, yeah. I want a case of Doritos. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and, and and give him five bucks.
6: Yeah,
3: thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you're time for so but okay.
2: Man. All right, Lord. So then, uh, so what
3: else you got going on, man? I know you're writing a lot of screenplays.
2: Well, I, when I was listening to the to the gal, and I was like, I can't compete with that. You know, I mean, really, I mean, a, a screenwriter. You know, I'm sitting here at my Mac twelve hours a day, and uh, you know yeah. that's what you do as a screenwriter. But yeah, the, lots of exciting things. My Yale professor. Um, uh, took uh, my latest script out to L.A. with him uh, this week, and he's going to pitch it to two directors. So you know, I got yeah. another one sit, sitting out in uh, with uh, Robert Duvall, and so who knows? I mean, you know, it's nice. all, there's there's so much luck involved. Uh, you yeah, no. What it it
3: What's that about? What's that one about?
2: Well, if if you look up Grace the Amazing Mule, if you look up Grace the Amazing Mule on YouTube, you'll see uh-huh. this two thousand pound dog that is is a mule that can do. I mean, dunk a, a regulation basketball, play play an organ, paint a picture, and it's huh. fantastic. Yeah, no. It's look up Grace the Amazing Mule. And the uh, owner-trainer of her is a good friend of Robert Duvall's. Uh, they work together in the movie Get Low. Well, the trainer, Steve Foster, and I worked in Wayne Shipley's uh, Day of the Gun. And I play uh, the owner of the mule in that uh, movie. And Steve and I got to know each other, and he came to me, and he goes, could you write me a screenplay that would uh, – highlight what my mule can do and I'll give it to Robert and he, he sent me an email that he gave it to her to him uh last week but he's so busy who knows when he's gonna get to it. Hmm. Oh wow wow. So again nice. it's it's all you know, I mean it's all talk until you know, until you have the check in your hand. But uh <laughs> nice. you know, oh, one, of, you know. Was
3: one of my favorite so, he did uh, what was that picture? He did uh, a night in old Mexico on uh, Netflix. Oh, well, uh, some Mexican his, director his, it was pretty
2: good. His quintessential work is tomorrow. You have to see the the classic tomorrow, uh, which you tomorrow. can only get from the yeah. The, the only get it's a it's a De Faulkner book that, but it's uh it, he says that it's his favorite, and I actually watched it, and it's just an amazing film. It's called tomorrow.
3: Huh. Okay,
2: let's check that out. Yeah, awesome. awesome. Yeah, so okay, that's it, so David, really. I mean, you know, uh, Wish You Will yeah. is playing this month on Showtime, and you'll see me um, as the uh, bailiff in the courtroom scenes. And that's when I met uh, its author, David Bodalchi, uh, and he's the reason why I'm a screenwriter yeah. now. Oh, I love you. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, you made that connection,
3: made that connection. Yeah, well, yeah. you
2: know, I mean, apparently we were separated at birth and after we no i mean you know i mean how can you go to to the same two universities get the same two degrees uh move within 1 mile of each other take your two dogs to the same vet for 20 years and and not have something in common so when when this all came out in our conversation on the set of Wish You Well I really did, and I I told him the story, and he thinks it's great. I said, I, I looked at him, and I went, well, you know, S, if you can do it. <laughs>
6: uh, <laughs> you know?
2: So, yeah, you yeah. know, his his very first book was also, was, he's written 45 novels now, and eight of them have been in, made into movies. The eighth one is the one that's on now, Wish You Well, that I'm in, but the first one was Absolute Power with uh, Gene Hackman and Clint Eastwood. Eastwood.
5: That's a great book. Oh,
2: yeah, that, that was yeah. David's very first book, and it's what made him. So, you know, that's you never right. know what's going to, you, you know, the the big thing is there's so much luck in this business that you have to put yourself in a position to be lucky. And that's yeah. the best you can hope for. So you got to go everywhere, talk to everybody, and do everything, and then hopefully something clicks. And don't, don't be a jerk. You'd certainly do that, <laughs>
3: man. My hat's off to you. And, you know, Lawrence, you know, you told me, I think, that story about, what was it, about Dotsy was saying that, there was one of these deals where, what did you tell me? You don't ask somebody like that about you for
2: no, the, help. The, the, it's the Hollywood Insider that I'm getting, because my Yale professor, you know, his students wrote Olympus Has Fallen, Hangover, 500 Days of Summer, uh, The Wedding Ringer that was out last last summer. Um, right. And, and it, yeah, it took Crichton, the author of uh, uh, Olympus Has Fallen, it took him nine years. To finally sell that, and, and and agents would would actually fire him. He'd have an agent for two years, and they would say we can't sell any of your scripts. You know, we, we go away. And it was a it was a tough time. It took him nine nine years to sell it. And then as soon as Olympus Has Fallen made it, boom, he gets London Has Fallen, the sequel. Then Sylvester Stallone brings him in to do Expendables three, and now he's he's directors are just bringing him scripts and saying fix these. And so he's actually got six scripts right now that he's uh, fixing out in L.A. You know, the guy literally went in 12 months, became a millionaire. But it wow. took, him, took him almost 10 years to get there. Right, right, right. So who knows? Yeah. You know, yeah in yeah. the meantime, I call you guys up, and we just chat on the phone.
6: <laughs> <laughs> well, gee, you made uh, well, me feel real good right, right up now. Here. <laughs> You're fucking, you're, you're
3: fucking yourself, man. That, that's what you go everywhere, do everything, man. That, that's what's up. Yeah, that, fantastic. You were even on of one of my movies.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I was producer of. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, that's, that's right. absolutely. Oh. How is that's that? Is right. that out of post?
3: Um, this, not yet. They're still working on it. They're okay. still working on it. But, uh, yeah, thank you for coming out. Okay, so, yeah. David,
4: uh, what you got going, man? Yes. Well, I mean, I can't compete with all these slackers you have on the show tonight. But I mean, let's face it. But uh, no, I well, I don't know. If, maybe some of you might have figured it out. But I actually am a stand-up comedian. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not very funny. That's the only problem there. Uh, but I've been uh, been blessed to uh, to do a lot of voiceovers. I do a lot of character voice impressions, things like that. Local commercials here in the Providence and Boston area. I've uh, been doing stand-up comedy for over 30 years. My website is GoombaComedy.com. It's G-O-O. I know. It's got to be funny, right? <laughs> hey, so, G-O-O-M-B-A. Forget about com. it. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't
3: believe him. He's funny. He's he's funny.
4: He's a funny dude. <laughs> okay. it, uh, you, you, miss, miss, you... you saw my act on in Virginia that one time. That, that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wise guy. Vince uh, Vincent Fiore. Never forget it. That's right. No, oh, that was dying. a lot of fun. Yeah, Vince's a good guy. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> I keep busy, and I've uh, been a lot of doing a lot of uh, fun things, and uh I sing the national anthem at various sporting events too, the Canadian and the American. I sang in at a Fenway Park in Boston, uh back in two thousand thirteen. So, um that was pretty pretty cool adventure that was. And uh that's it, I just uh I'm wonderful and then there's the rest of you. <laughs> yeah, you are a comedian. <laughs> That's right, exactly. So. <laughs> Well, I've i got to tell you quickly. I've been trying to lose some weight, and uh, last week I was outside, and you know this is—you got to get to the gym when this happens. I—I I turned to my left. It was a bright sunny day, and my shadow knocked over a five-year-old.
6: Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that's just—that's
4: not a good. That's you got to get to the gym when that happens. <laughs> oh my does god. Does that mean we're going <laughs> to have five more weeks you? of winter? Yeah. All that's right. right. Five more weeks of funny jokes. <laughs> that's about it. Right there.
6: <laughs> oh man! All right, one last that trivia note before I,
4: I go. One last trivia note: If Cam Newton wins the game, he'll be the first quarterback ever to win a Super Bowl wearing the number one. Really? <laughs> he'll, be oh, number yeah, one. He'll, be he'll be number, number one.
6: He'll
8: be number one, and then number
4: twelve has won the most Super Bowls. The number uniform number twelve has won the most.
8: <laughs> hey everybody, so. I have to go. You all have a great night. Enjoy, enjoy the Super Bowl. All
6: right, you
3: two <laughs> okay, guys. Thanks. Man. All right. Thank yeah, you so, so much, Andy Rick. Kristen, David, Paul, Lawrence, thanks, William. Yeah, have Thank it. you, folks. Yeah, thanks for Excellent. coming on the show. We'll have to do this again. I've really enjoyed it.
4: Okay. Oh, I oh, wish ho, i had gotten in earlier.
0: This was fun. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get you a watch yeah, for your birthday. I know, I know. Yeah.
3: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right, take
0: care, okay. guys. Okay. Actually, okay. Good night, everybody.
3: Okay. Good night. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Good night. Bye. Good night. Bye. Okay. Folks, uh, let me leave you with this. Uh, I don't have a quote for you, but I'll just say uh, do something for your career every day and break a leg. Good night, everybody.